the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Happy Friday to everybody out there. Glad to have you guys with us on this Friday fun day edition of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Hopefully you've had a really good week in spite of the economic conditions and everything else happening. And hopefully you're just settling in, enjoying your Friday night and looking forward to a super fun weekend. Hey, if you were in San Diego and listening to me, I think y'all got a little baseball game happening tonight. It's a playoff game. Um, am I right on that? Because I don't know nothing about no baseball at all. I might enjoy sitting in a stadium and Petco Park is amazing, by the way. Um, but I don't really know anything about the game itself or certainly the um, the road to the ain't the Super Bowl. What? Um, Okay, got to give it a little Google. Got to give it a little Google. You don't know anything about baseball. No, I do. Oh, the World Series. Wow. Okay, the World all right. Series. There, you go. there, I pulled it out of my high knee just in the right time. And right now, I guess the Padres are playing the Mets. They are. And they are currently winning. This is the wild card round. And I guess this is, I, let me guess, that's got to be kind of similar to football, where the first at the beginning of the playoffs, the people with the worst record plays off first right and you're well you're, the low yeah the technical the one of all the teams that are in the playoffs yes the lowest seed plays the highest seed in the first round okay so we've got um i'm i guess i, I don't know if we're the lowest seed or the highest seed in this one because no I we're like uh what seed are we fifth i have no idea no, i don't even know i how. know we're yeah we're fifth so fifth the, this is the what is and when it comes to these these playoffs by the way this this round is it just is it multiple games because it or it's best of three best of three okay you got to win two and all three games are in new york okay so there and this is where right now it's the bottom of the third i can tell that part and um three nothing it's, it's three to nothing so is this game one of this round or game two this is where game we, one yes this is game one okay and then there's another game tomorrow and one sunday if necessary if necessary because if the winner tonight wins tomorrow then we don't have a game on sunday am i you right in this series yes see you don't need to be know nothing about baseball to figure this out Right? That's how smart I am. <laughs> so anyway, good luck uh, to San Diego Padres fans. I know that our man DJ Potato Skins, who's out tonight, he's a Dodgers fan. I don't know how that happened. Is it Dodger? It's Dodgers, plural, right? He's a Dodgers fan. So Skins, uh, if you're listening, I uh, hope you're having a great, look forward to having you back Monday. Uh, but Carrot Sticks, our man DJ Carrot Sticks, is a you, super San Diego Padres fan. So uh, Sticks, if you're listening, good luck to you tonight. We love you. All right, y'all, you... Uh, recognize this voice from this man, another veggie here in the house tonight. He's the queen of the music when it comes to our local producers here in San Diego at the Answer San Diego, AM 1170, The Answer. And that's, of course, DJ Jalapeno. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have a little special musical edition to bring to you guys tonight. Do we not, Jalapeno? We do. And do you agree now that you put this together for the peeps? Do you agree now that it's special? 
Well, because I put it together. Anything I put together is special. <laughs> I decided that instead of playing Round Robin, we would pick a musical guest, one of my childhood, my early, I think my earliest days of music, that my earliest remembrances of any music at all involved this woman. Um, because in my earliest days, she was in a little band. Uh, should we start off uh, tonight's round uh, of t- tonight's special edition, tonight's tribute? Uh, should we tease it out anymore or just make them guess okay. this I'll I'll put a little tease. This might be hard to get just based on a couple of notes, Mm -hmm. but I will give you a tease. Okay. Here we go. All right. Okay. So think about that for a while. (laughs) Ponder that. Ponder. It's kind of like the old game show, Name That Tune, which was another (laughs) show that I loved when I was a kid. That's when I first saw Kathy Lee Gifford. Um, Name that tune. Name that artist, right? All right, 888-344-1170. In addition to having some fun tonight and playing one of my favorite musical artists of all time, the real queen of soul in a sense. To me, she was always the queen of R&B. And that is, of course, the amazing, incredible Shaka Khan. Got another question for you guys out there tonight. Um, There is, you know, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Um, you know, let's keep having fun for a second. Let's, let, you know what? I'm in such a great mood. I hate to go to this top story tonight. So, so let's continue having some fun and uh, feeling good. Um, let me play you guys a clip of your favorite occupant of the White House and his attempt today to rally the troops. I just want you guys to feel really good as we kick off tonight's Andrea K. Show. Please have a seat. Thank you very much. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. (laughs) That's so fun. (laughs) Let me start off with two words. And then he gives us three. (laughs) Made in America. Okay, thank you, Joe. He, I, I'm not even going to play any more clips from this ridiculous speech he gave today, bragging all up and down uh, about how he's brought down uh, the price of gas everywhere. Um, just, you know, absolutely, absolutely crazy. He also went on, uh, well, you know what? He, it, it, um, oh, shoot, maybe I should play another clip of him. Here is Joe Biden and his magnificence, right? It, it, you know, um, trying to share with the American people. I think he was there today to try to rally America behind made in American manufacturing and why this is just so great for the American people. So let, let's, let's continue the feel good Biden, uh, part of the show today with some more from Biden as he proceeded to pump up America. You know, a lot of people think that you just show up and you got a job. How about those three, four, five years sometimes in apprentice work that you're in fact getting full pay? It's like going back to school. And so what I've seen happen now is they're figuring out, everybody's figuring out that the supply chain and only on time purchases is a big problem. Now we're figuring it out. If it's made in America, we're going to invent it in America. It's made in America. And so, look, I want to thank you, Sam, for that introduction. Thank you, Mayor <laughs> Keller, for welcoming us to your city and for getting your two kids together to get dressed on a Friday to come and see me. I, don't, I hope they'll forgive me for that. Um. <laughs> um, that's your daily dose of incoherence brought to you by Joe Biden, who never misses an opportunity to talk to children in the crowd and talk about whether or not they've got clothes on. 
Right. Okay. Speaking of children, I've been putting it off for a few minutes. I don't usually start off the show with a pop culture or human interest story. I usually like to hit the hot topics of the day. Um, There's actually breaking news on Friday, even though um, uh, Friday is usually the day that that uh, politicians and the government likes to dump bad news. There's a Friday news dump. There's actually breaking news this afternoon that that is important. I haven't had a chance to get into it, so I'm going to save it for Monday. Joe Biden and the White House has evidently signed an executive order that somehow has to do with intelligence gathering on the American people. It might possibly be a Fourth Amendment violation. So um, if you're seeing that and hoping I'm going to talk about it tonight, I just saw it before I went live and I don't want to misstate what the situation is. So we're going to save that for Monday. There was a horrible story that happened nationally today that was the front of many newscasts, whether it was live um, TV news whether it was print or in on the internet and it involves a story y'all know how much i love my dogs i'm a dog lover i i I can watch cat videos but i ain't a cat owner ain't gonna own a cat so i get the love of your fur baby i get that my my baby my baby uh gator is my canine child right but you also know that when, that still at the end of the day, and I've talked about this before on my show, that dogs to me are still no no dog, no matter how much I love, is worth endangering anybody's life, particularly that of a child. And there was a horrible story today that, that was so graphic and so horrific, it made national news everywhere, that two pit bulls that had been owned by a, a, a couple for eight years supposedly had never shown any signs of aggression mauled and killed a two-year-old named Lily Jane Bernard and her little five-month-old little brother Hollis Dean Bernard today. And the attack was so violent, once they clamped on and began to maul these two babies, because to me a two-year-old is a baby, the mother, it took her 10 minutes, during which the fact that she was so mauled herself that both of her arms and her legs are completely wrapped up and she was hauled off to and had to be taken to the ICU is still, uh, I think she might have been moved to stable condition at this point. The babies were declared dead on the scene. And this is absolutely, I, and I'm not bringing this story to shame the parents. The, I, I believe them when they say that these two children these two dogs had never shown any acts, acts of, of aggression. Um, they, uh, the dogs were Cheech and, and Mia. They had been owned for eight years without any violent incident. Um, I believe them with that. However, I have talked about this breed many times before on my show that I consider them to be like um, Russian roulette. That there are some people that are able to successfully own pit bulls. Um, for multiple generate multiple times and have raised them throughout their entire lives and have no incident. And then there are others like the San Diego reader actually did a, a story years ago. And I've talked about it on my show about how this young girl had had this pit bull, had had this pit bull for years and no incidents. And one day it it's and it been around her mother for many since its birth. And one day it just gets off of her lap while her mother is cooking in the kitchen and goes over and mauls and kills this this uh, pit bull owner's mother. That there was a man, a grandfather, 
the pit bull, the, this grandfather lived with his children and his grandchildren and this pit bull. And one day the grandfather's out in the backyard for a smoke up in, up in L.A. and the pit bull just kills him. I consider these dogs to be re- owning them as Russian roulette. In general, though, I will tell you that there is not a breed that I would have up close to like I see all day long on these Instagram posts and these TikTok videos of somebody holding a three day old newborn with the dog up in the baby's face. There's no breed that I would trust my child with. No breed whatsoever. But in particular, I'm here to tell you, I am horrified and so angry at this story today. I'm going to quickly go to the phones. Uh, Rick is on the line. He actually wants to talk about uh, the Las Vegas stabbings. There is breaking news on that. Um, let's see if he also has wants to weigh in on, because the question for right now for this segment is, should pit bulls be banned? But I'm going to quickly go to Rick from El Cajon about Las Vegas sta- stabbings. Hey, Rick, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Good evening, Ms. K. Uh, yeah, that uh, Las Vegas stabbing of uh, killing two people and wounding others, uh, that story never made the national headlines because it wasn't involving a gun where they could uh, uh, challenge the Second Amendment. Uh, the situation is that this was a Guatemalan illegal that came into the country with a rap sheet coming from California back to Vegas and killing this, these two people. Yeah, he well, he stabbed eight, um, uh, four, I believe. I don't remember the numbers now. Eight, I think. Two, two ended up dead. Um, yeah, yeah, two dead. Yeah, I, you know, I covered the story last night. I was going to report on it later that the this is um, that this was an illegal alien. Initially, the reports were that he was Asian. The mainstream media did everything they could to report that this was an illegal alien and, for the most part, Hispanic. It's kind of like calling George Zimmerman the white Hispanic. Remember back during those days? Yeah, um, yes, yeah. Exactly. So, um, so this is, uh, you know, I have seen. But, I don't watch the legacy media, so I have no idea whether CNN or MSNBC reported. It. I will tell you the conservative media, which is where we should be giving our eyeballs, um, did report on, on the story. Do you have a comment on the topic I was just talking about with whether or not pit bulls should be banned? I don't think so. I think it's the, the upbringing of the animal with the uh, control of the owner. Uh, I, I know some pits that are just lovable couch potatoes. And they come from a well-organized uh, and controlled environment. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know. These two had been owned for eight years with no incident. I don't buy the notion that um, pit bulls said, uh, you know, uh, the only pit time pit bulls attack is because they're raised by gangbangers raising them to attack um, I, exactly. yeah, I don't believe that um, I, 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 and I, I think when and you have treated. Yeah, they're, they're mistreated these were these these two these two dogs were not mistreated. These two dogs. So no, so let's look. I, I'm saying the gangbanger uh, dogs are mistreated so badly that they become angry little animals. Well, let's animals. stick let's stick to this story and scenario. So this couple's got yeah. two pit bulls they've had for eight years, never an incident. They weren't raised to be mean. They weren't in, in, involved in any gangs, family family pets. And one day they just decide after eight years to, to and, and um, after two years of having children in the home, they just decide to attack and maul these kids and kill them. Well, uh, things happen, you know, uh, you, you never know with an animal. I mean, yeah. 
uh, the, the most docile animal in the world could have a streak in them that never shows up before. So you you never know. It's a wild animal controlled under certain circumstances. So uh, oh. I wouldn't ban them. Well, thank you for calling in, Rick. I appreciate it and updating on, on the, right. the stabbing story. We're going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to continue to share my thoughts on, on the pit bulls as well as... What's hap- What's going on with this rapid crash and burn of Black Lives Matter movement? We're going to ch- uh, talk about that when we come back. 888-344-1170. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. We got a caller on the line who wants to talk about the pit bulls and the dog situation. I'm horrified today. I'm a dog lover, but I just cannot even imagine the horror for the parents, for the mom who's in the hospital. She would never recover emotionally and mentally from this. The first responders who had to see those babies dead on the scene. I'm just heart sick over this tonight. And I think I'm going to say it right now. I think pit bulls should be banned. I'm not sure what Charles from San Marcos has to say about it. He's on the line. Hey, Charles, welcome to the Andrea K show. Hi, uh, Andrea. Yeah, I just wanted to weigh in a little bit because uh, I'm a FedEx driver. And uh, I just want to say that as, as a previous caller mentioned, you know, unfortunately, dogs just you know, you don't know. And uh, I will definitely say that if I come around pit bulls, like I see them anywhere near where I have to go to the location, I will just avoid it as much as possible. Cause to me, they're, they are dangerous dogs. Um, the, the majority of them that I confront, um, you know, I do see some aggression when I get near the house. So I, I would agree with you. Is there's so many other dogs to have in the home, you know, and around, for your for having a pet mm-hmm. uh they they're just a little bit to me dangerous well uh, they are dobermans Go dobermans ahead. used to be um in that <clears throat> kind of that realm the dobermans were the the dogs that people were afraid of and weren't mm-hmm. you know didn't want to uh but now the pit bulls have elevated that quite a bit so well they I have because you. there's been 30 there's been i think i read a stat today that there's been 30 uh deaths of uh, from dog maulings i think in the past year and uh that were all pit, bull, pit bulls now other dogs wow. will attack and bite but yeah. you know like if my shih tzu if gator tries to nip at somebody which he's never done he you know um he ain't gonna take a face off Right, right. He's right, not. He's right, not going right, to. He's right. not going to take your throat out. But that's what. They, and once right. these dogs, once these dogs clench, you cannot unclench them. This, this, these, these eight dogs that have been with this mother for eight years, she could not get these dogs unclenched off of her yeah. babies. And that I think that amazing. when when we should not have a breed in this country where other where it's like Russian roulette and other people, uh, you know, uh, well, that's you that's my take okay, on it. Thank, thank you for calling in. Real quick, real quick. They yeah. want to ban guns. Let's ban these dogs. Well, I think that, go. you know, Canada bans them. I'll tell you a quick story. I had a family member of mine right. who was out walking her Shih Tzu in a neighborhood, Coco, and mm-hmm. a neighbor's pit bull came running out of a garage off a leash. She managed to grab Coco up and b- before the, the pit bull did a lot of damage, got got a little yeah. piece of her leg. And my family member who was walking her Shih Tzu uh, happens to have a best friend who's a vet. So she takes Coco to uh, Tom, the vet, and he says that, uh, most veterinarians that he know want the breed banned because they are wired wow. to attack. So that's from a vet. So thank you for calling in, I Charles. Agree. I appreciate hey. it. All right. Um, little update for y'all on a Padre San Diego. It's still 3-0, and and it's at the top of the fifth. So um, 
We'll three to keep, nothing. Three to nothing. Three to nothing here. So. Three and O would be like three balls and no strikes. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, you know everything about baseball, so I don't know why I'm telling you. It, well, I said I didn't know anything about baseball. I'm an admitted. I'm admitted, admitting my ignorance when it comes uh, to baseball. Um, okay, so um, don't have a whole lot of time in the next segment to get into Black Lives Matter, but I will tell you. That BLM is just suddenly it's crashing and burning. And and, and I'm not really sure, really, we've known for a while, right? Like we knew Patrice Colors or Colors, the the founder of Black Lives Matter, had to step away because she got busted for spending like $4 million on on two homes. I mean, we've kind of known that it was kind of rigged, but it's like all of a sudden, I mean, we've all known the Andrea Keisha listeners and those of us who've been paying attention to the reality, we've known that it was a phony movement, that it was a, a Marxist movement that it really wasn't about protecting black lives they're ha- they've been happy and celebrating every time a, a you know a black person got di- you know got killed in police custody or they would be telling them not to resist arrest we knew that the black lives matter was phony because you know they were going around killing black you know and, and attacking black business owners right so we, so I, i'm kind of interested in why all of a sudden um the rug has been pulled out from under them like we even knew back when was it um four months ago that a black lives matter a- activist was charged with fraud she claimed she wasn't paid a dime from her own charity but she secretly paid herself uh, here's some a headline from daily mail 170,000 a year quote while raiding its coffers um but all of a sudden, we've got uh, Kanye West coming out and saying Black Lives Matter is a scam. We had Sharon Osbourne come out today and say she wants her $900,000 back. Um, it's, I just find it interesting um, why it's all of a sudden uh, kind of kind of collapsing on them. Very interesting. And right before the midterms, I'm here. I'm here. I'm happy about it. Later on in, in the show, I even tell you about another maybe maybe the story coming out of Seattle today or Portland. I think it was where uh, this woman of color, her coffee shop was raided by some Black Lives Matter and Antifa people because she dared to have, you know, an, an event called Coffee with Cops. So I think that could be another reason why it's imploding. So we're going to share that story with you and more later on in the show uh now we're going to take a break though a skinny tiny one and when we come back we'll be with bob walters here to share with you guys some amazing crazy stories you need to know about one actually including the dhs and what they had to say about abortions and students this week so stay tuned you're listening to the andrea k show on the answer san diego joining me now as he does every friday is bob walters he's uh, he's our honorary hero of the week first of all i want to thank you for being here uh, it, uh, on top of my normal thank you because i know that you're a little under the weather so let's just dive right in and uh get right to the heart of it what you got for us starting off all right well, we got new york city schools have announced that they would allow middle school students to be admitted to the sought after high intelligence classes that have been only restricted to uh, racial and economic uh, admissions, and then they started to have a lottery. Uh, again, not looking at what the kids' real capability are. Now they want to reward merit for entry. Each school, however, can still make its own decision. The leftists, of course, say this will hurt blacks and Latinos. Too bad. But anyway, that's a big. That's a good change. Yeah. And you got Lance Christensen, who's. Um, Running, I want everybody to know that he's running for statewide director of education would make a strong switch from the past four years under Thurman. This is California, right? California director California. of ed? Okay. Yeah. He wants to put students first and give parents a larger voice. He wants politics taken out of classes. 
He's raised 85000 for his campaign versus $1.8 million Thurman has raised, and another $2.3 million the teachers union has raised and is going to give to Thurman. Mm. Wow. He wants, anyway, he's a, he's a good, solid guy, pro-American, get rid of all the craziness in schools, and Thurman has not been a good leader at all in California education. Well, so. that's, yeah, that's anyway. the understatement. Yeah. All right. Then you got the Arizona Vouch School Voucher Program. Do we know? Well, hang on. Let, I want to make sure before we move on so quickly that Lance Christensen is his name. Google. This is this is we need to remember, as I, I've been saying ad nauseum, particularly this past week, as we get close to the midterms, we've got yeah. to be paying as much, if not more attention to these local races and what's happening in our states and communities as the congressional races. His last name is spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N. A-N-S-E-N, and we need to support him um, for director of education against this far-left kook, Thurman. So go on. Yeah, I agree. All right, you got Arizona School Voucher Program, which passed a few weeks ago. Now the foes failed to get enough signatures to put it on the ballot, so it's going to be permanent law in the state of Arizona, which is good. Excellent, because that way that your their taxpayer dollars is going to follow the students and the parents get to use that money for any school that they want. And what I think now might happen, hopefully what might happen in Arizona, is the competition um, that that will be in place uh, will f- maybe force the public schools to go back to actual curriculum of reading, writing, and arithmetic instead of their ideological nonsense. We can hope. We can hope. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You get two Bay Area private schools cracked the top 10% in the nation, according to the latest poll. A judgment was based on metrics and SAT tests. College Preparation School is one of the names with 370 students and an average SAT of 1,480, which is mm. like, wow, unbelievable yeah. level. Then you got tuition, however, is $51,900. So I wonder who's paying that. Then you got Nueva. Another school, the other one in the Bay Area, offers its 448 students high-tech and high-standard classes with 64% of the students being of color. Wow. That school costs 55000 a year, and the student-teacher ratio is 6 to 1. Wow. But anyway, um, it's, I, I don't know how they get that kind of money, but those, those two private schools are hitting top of the nation. Well, look, the Bay Area is uber expensive to live. So if you've got, you know, they're in, in, to the point to where pretty much they've run a lot of the poor people out because people have just left, you know, what, and the people remaining there in that area work in these Silicon Valley and these big fat paying jobs, right? And, yep. you know, they've got the money to pay. In fact, um, I, I would venture that these parents up there are, are lefties and understand that the public schools are skank and that, you know, it's worth the money to put their kids in private schools. They wouldn't admit it. Right. Um, in fact, I saw an expose. I talked about it a few days ago about how all these these big people in big tech, they don't send their kids to public schools and the private schools they send their kids to don't use these devices that get them hooked on gaming and stuff. Um, yeah. And this is also a story I want to point out of the benefits of, of testing, because this is a way that you can know. See, the left, you've reported many times, wants to get a, do away with SAT scores. They want to do away with grading um, because they don't want to they, they want to shove every kid towards college and they don't want, you know, to. Uh, foster a merit or am- ambitious mindset in the kids. But this is why it's important. So thank you for this report. Yep. You got uh, some college crazies. U.S. troops serving overseas may now find that government schools that their kids are going to 
in Germany or here in the U.S., teaching them to keep secrets from their parents. Oh. <laughs> a video now playing urges teachers to speak about the new gender identities with young kids attending those classes. Rather than focus on math and English and engineering, they are taught to become activists in the battle for racial justice. CRT is a main topic for study uh, in, in this review done by Claremont Institute. This is a yeah. This is a huge story, Bob Walters. In fact, I, I know somebody that I'm not going to expose who it is. Um, her husband, they, she who's who's high in Navy, came to her and said, "We've got an opportunity to go to Italy." And her kids are right now in uh, elementary school in a private school that's really challenging, high academic uh, focus, no none of this far left ide- ideological stuff. And she said to me, and I'm like. <gasps> Uh, Italy, I'd, how could you pass that up? And she goes, well, I'm concerned because my kids are in such great schools right now and they're learning a lot and they're being challenged and I don't know what these military schools are like over there. Well, I got, I, I, they might have already gotten their orders. They might now no longer have a choice, but it just goes to show this is that it's not only our um, high-level leadership, the Department of Defense, that has gone woke, but now it, they're they're indoctrinating children that are innocent little, you know, kids in military families in the schools. This is shocking. It really is. Yeah. It really is. It's just a detriment to our military preparedness in this yes. country. Then you got a University of Pennsylvania professor has condemned recent movements for racial equity in healthcare, saying they prevent white and Asian students students from being accepted in medical school. The present focus on skin color, not talent or ability. He got through making those comments, and the university condemned his comments and threatened to fire him if he said them again. <laughs> uh-huh. so, tells you what the university attitude is. Well, yeah, because University of Penn, and everybody knows Penn is supposed to be one of the top, you know, it's Ivy League. When you reported recently that med schools were going to just do admissions on the basis of skin color and not MCATs yeah. and academics, yeah. it's like... Holy cannoli. I mean, it's one thing to ease restrictions for kids getting into liberal arts, but you're talking about lives. And now a professor speaks out against it and they and they want him booted. Crazy. It really is. Yeah. OK. Then you got UC Berkeley Law School. Jew free zones. <gasps> heard of that before. Did you just say Jew free zones? Yeah. Jewish like Jew free zones. Wow. Are the latest progressive trend on many campuses where there is rising anti-Semitism. It's a method by which they keep Jews from various areas and segregated from the other students in the main political body of the, of the student population. Well, I, let, I never heard of this. So so let me make sure I understand what, what this theory is. They're saying in order to protect because anti-Semitism is on the rise and attacks, and we've reported that many times here, because that's on the rise, the solution is to segregate and separate out and have, yep. um, what did you call it, Jew-free zones? Yeah, <laughs> I, I just never heard of this before. No, I mean, well, I, I guess I guess we could go all the way back to you know Hitler's Germany to find some Jew-free zones. Um, this is absolutely this should be like the number one story everywhere in the country. I know. I'm going to dig a little deeper into it. I don't know I how. I don't know how. If you're a Jew, you vote uh, a Democrat. Jeez, I just don't understand because you know these you know. Uh, this is just this is appalling and shocking to me. This we do have a systemic racism problem in the country, Bob Walters, and but and it's alive and well in our colleges and universities, um, and it's against um, 
white kids and, and Jews, obviously. I, I'd be curious to know, besides Berkeley, what other schools are participating in this. You've reported in the past on different schools that wanted graduation ceremonies to be segregated. I wonder if yep. other ones have are also doing these Jew-free zones. This is just, I can't imagine being a Jewish kid on campus and feeling... <laughs> That way, I mean, and how do they identify? Are, are the Jewish kids going to have to have to have a, a Star of David, um, you know, uh, somewhere I, on there? I guess on their jackets. Otherwise, how would you know? <laughs> All right, let's Just take like a break. Kidding. We're going to take a break. We're going to give you a chance to to rest a few minutes and rest your voice, and then we're going to continue with Bob Walters on the other side of the break. And wait till you hear what the Department of of Health, I think it was DHS, said the other day about students. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. And here is where y'all ought to be every night of the week here, 6 p.m. Pacific time on the AM 1170, The Answer San Diego. Continuing on my discussion with my honorary hero of the week every week is Bob Walters. And I sa- I heard this clip the other day. I heard this. Joe Biden did some uh, some press conference with their education secretary the other day. And what was said was so shocking to me that I had to send it to Bob Walters. I said, we got to talk about this Friday night. So I'm going to play it for y'all so you can listen to it here. Thank you, Mr. President. I share your grave concerns about maintaining access to contraception and reproductive health services on our college campuses and ensuring there's accurate, reliable information for students and for educators. Students need access to health care to thrive in school and in life, and that includes reproductive health care. Wow. So Bob Walters, um, first of all, we know abortion is not reproductive health care. Second of all, um, we're now going to have our colleges and universities, what, providing abortions to students? Yeah, this is really crazy. You think about it, what the schools have been doing the last several years, they've begun to teach kids in mixed classes from about third grade on how to have sex, not have morality, not have faithful in marriage or Christian principles, but have sex, anal, oral sex. Right. They teach them this, and then they wonder why they don't have abortion available so that the kids, when they get aborted, uh, have some place to get the abortion to get rid of the the sin they committed from learning all this sex education stuff. Right. It's it's this is just typical in general of the left manufacturing a crisis. Uh, You know, let's 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 encourage free sex uh, all over the place, all different kinds. And then, you know, and then we and then, of course, uh, then they've got the excuse and the justification to have a solution to it. In this case, abortion on demand, probably paid for by taxpayers. We know that Planned Parenthood is cooking up mobile abortion um, buses everywhere, kind of like an ice cream truck. So maybe that's what's coming to your college uh, soon. So it's just another reason to be really thinking about uh, your kids in terms of where they're getting an education. Um, continue on, though, with other uh, updates for us in terms of what's happening on colleges. Okay. Um, you got the idea that colleges is a scam, is kind of getting widespread mm-hmm. and not worth the steep price has been topic lately. Charlie Kirk says they are washing away the future of America's youth by bankrupting them with high tuition costs which most cannot afford to pay back. And by brainwashing them, administrators, administrations are bloated. Tuition keeps rising because it's so easy to get loans from the federal government. And frankly, the employers are no longer impressed with degrees. So colleges don't help students to learn to think, but face peer indoctrination. 
colleges should be for those who want to be engineers, doctors, lawyers, but not general classes like philosophy or other such topics. <laughs> yeah, these liberal art, arts majors that you've talked about, I mean, you've reported many times about how they're teaching how to pro to, how to do protest rallies and all this kind of stuff. You can't you can't get it you can't get a job. There you will you you're, where who's going to hire you besides Black Lives Matter and that's imploding. We've already talked about that. You know, there's no yep. market out there for people who know how to go and do a protest or a rally. So this is intentional. They want kids to be indoctrinated. Uh, they want, you know, and, and in particular, man, right now the push is to indoctrinate them and, and to force it, pushing them towards abortion to come out with with all these, you know, um, debt that they can't pay off and degrees that are worthless. And then it just keeps them as, you know, um, little socialist soldiers for the state and dependency on the state. So it's absolutely despicable. It really is. Yeah, it really is. And I think the parents need to be careful not to tell all their students and kids that they've got to go to college or they'll be a failure. Right. They need maybe to think about shop classes back in the schools or ROTC, other things, another path where you can get a nice job, no overhead and a good living in the future. Right. Okay. College students who get low grades complain about their dismissal, dismissive professor who was then fired at NY University, New York, organic chemistry class. Maynard Jones was 84 with many years in his profession, but he was fired when 26 of his students signed a petition demanding he get fired because he was too stiff on the grades. Okay, this is interesting because I'm wondering, okay, back up all the different reports that you've done about getting rid of SAT scores across high schools and, you know, and the country, the relaxed admissions, um, all the different things that we've talked about. And one of the things that I said to you is, well, what, what's going to happen when these kids get to these colleges and universities? Are they going, are these colleges and universities that admitted kids that weren't academically up for the task, are they going to lower the academic standards at the school for them or are these kids going to get there and fail out and i'm wondering what school was this this was nyu uh-huh yeah. organic chem the how i wonder how many of these kids were failing should have never been there because the admissions were relaxed either because of equity or because of lowering uh grading requirements and sats and then uh, they get there and they're failing out and instead of solving the problem they fire the professor yeah, it's really, really stupid and wrong. It's so bad, I can't believe it. Yeah, it's just, it, gotta, yeah, it's crazy. It's a college pipeline of stupidity. I'll give you another example. Though. you got Fairfax schools in Virginia implemented equity grading to fight racial gaps. Sounds nice. Yeah. The new program has a 50 to 100 scale so that a student who never even did the test would still get a 50 and not fail. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That helps them get ready for college and ready for a nice job out in the street somewhere. This is meant to counteract institutional bias and not penalize students who might have emotional issues. Oh, great. Snowflakes. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we want. Yeah, that's what, we, what, what a bunch of dumb snowflakes. And so, yeah, so fast forward. So these are the kids that get to NYU and are failing organic chemistry. Uh, you know, then they fire the teacher, you know. Uh, and so then what's the end game for this? We're just going to they're going to end up handing out worthless degrees to these kids who aren't going to be able to function. They're still going to be mentally, uh, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, un, uh, and America's suffering in the long run. Meanwhile, let me tell y'all, Chinese, uh, the Chinese Communist Party, they got those kids in that school learning all the R's, right? And as as uh, and and that's who our main competition is. They're laughing. At, we are a laughing stock around the world, Bob Walters, because of our we education really system. Yeah. 
They, they, they think we were some silly folks up in the woods somewhere. It's we terrible. got, yeah, we got about 30 seconds left. You want to tell everybody about We the Kids? Okay. We the Kids is a great organization. Look them up, wethekids.us. And they're doing great stuff throughout the country, helping parents teach their kids about the greatness of American history and what to be proud of. They have books, they have essays, they have things to be given to you free. And you can even donate to help them expand it even further. But uh, I encourage you all to do it. You uh, look, we the kids. Us, great group, great organization. All right, go get some rest, my dear. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you and your hard work, even when sick. Bob always fights for for the ch- children in this country. Love you, Bob. Take it easy. And you guys, come on back. We got another hour of the Andrea K Show on its way. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.